put your underwear on out on the outside because it's time for a grain of truth. Please welcome your host, Mr. David Innes. Hello and welcome to Grain of Truth, the show where its weakness is truth tonight. Your grains of truth today... The incompetent chef who attempted to fry potatoes made a complete hash of things. Yes! Mm. Uh, The woman who recently did a blood test discovered that she's A-positive. Turns out she studied the night before. Uh, Internet junkies get hooked on chroming. That's an internet joke there. Browser. Uh, And security-conscious Jamaicans replace their door handles with dreadlocks. (laughs) To introduce our panellists for this episode, it's over to our resident scorekeepers, the Boffins! From the Queensland Conservatorium, Griffith University, representing music, it's Matthew Hadgraft. From Mac Robertson Girls High School, representing domestic science, it's Anna Renzenbrink. From RMIT University, representing Pugs, it's Marcus Willis. <laughs> Hello. From the University of Wollongong, representing Ghosts, it's Dan Pavitich. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have rehearsed it better. Uh, the rules of Grain of Truth are simple. Points are awarded to the panellists for their responses to the ridiculously absurd questions, scenarios and topics that I give. Whoever has the most points wins the coveted Grain of Truth prize, which this week is a complex backstory. <laughs> it's what you get when you tell a narrative that involves algebra and vertebrae. Mm. <laughs> now, before we... now, before we begin the quiz, here's a small challenge for everybody. Can you name the Grain of Truth that connects all four of our panellist topics? So that's music, domestic science, pugs and ghosts. And we'll get to the answer at the end of the episode, but I will give you a clue to fall out of place. That is your clue to fall out of place. But we'll start with round one, which is called Right Said Ted. Each panellist must deliver a 90-second Ted-style presentation relating to a theme. At 60 seconds, they'll hear this noise. And at the 90-second mark, they'll hear this noise, at which they must wrap up their talk. Whoever uses their special skills to present on the theme the best gets the points. The theme of this Ted presentation is superheroes. So we'll start with Matthew Hadcraft representing music to talk about superheroes. Matthew, your time begins then. Thank you, David. Now, who do you suppose has the meanest superpowers of them all? Is it Superman? Is it the Hulk? Is it RuPaul? No. (laughs) No matter what superpower you've dreamed up, whether it's silencing babies or cursing impotence, music (laughs) beats you hands down. And just look around the world to see music's nasty superpowers in action. It causes young girls' hair to straighten and their makeup to pay on so that it's uh, impenetrable to education. It causes a table of 12 women at an RSL to turn into sexually uninhibited beasts. It causes boys, everything on the boys to turn black except their eyebrows. And it takes the average man and makes beards sprout, tattoos flourish, opinions proliferate and socks vanish. Um, pedestrians are caused to walk into the middle of the road like kamikaze lemmings. But if it's just not limited to humans, check out its metaphysical powers as well. Cars sprout fully sick mags and spoilers, and engines strong enough to tow a Centrelink. <laughs> houses, houses sprout awful 70s and 80s furniture and have plants in their yard with curious medicinal properties. Coffee shops lose everything about them that's comfortable and all niceness, and bars... 
have walls that sprout religious iconography. <laughs> I hope I'm not the only person who has noted this. If you ever doubt, again, the power of music, the superpowers of music, strap yourselves in. We're watching The Voice. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ben the Headcraft! Uh, you're talking about where we might be inflicted by the superpower of music. Right. Uh, Matt, where's a place where you would like, or where you think is the best place to listen to music? In fact, this is a great pe- uh, question for the panel. Where is a place you would like to listen to music? Do you know, I love just walking through Edinburgh Gardens because mm. you can bet that somebody has a clever little iPhone device or something oh, like clever that. Little I don't, a clever little iPhone device. A clever little iPhone, that's what the kids are saying. <laughs> anyway, you'll always hear something that you won't hear anywhere else, there or an op shop. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Anna? Where do you like to listen to your music? I think uh, when I need to clean. <laughs> it's always nice to have a cleaning soundtrack. What, what would be an example of something in your cleaning soundtrack? Abba. Oh, it would be um, country western music. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just all the, the really sad ones? Just like, a Pandora uh, <laughs> cleaning country. <laughs> Look me, I'm cleaning the soap scum. <laughs> Watching my blues away. Oh, Oh, dear. Well, our next to speak on the topic of superheroes is Anna Renzenbrink, representing domestic science. Anna, your time begins now. Well, I need to talk to everybody about manners (laughs) and uh, the lack of manners in today's superheroes because nobody is like Zorro was anymore. Zorro was a gentleman and he knew how to treat a lady. But what do we have now? We have Superman. Superman who just flies in and he manhandles any woman he can see and flies her up without a thought whether she's scared of heights. And that's just not right. And I think you will find that he's wearing his underpants on the outside. And does that mean he's not wearing any on the inside or he's turning them inside out because he can't be bothered washing them? That's just not right. And what about all those people? Those people who are just on the train. They just wanted to catch a train to work. And he comes in and he bloody lifts it up off the rug. How did they get to work? How did they get to work? Nobody knocks anymore. They just fly in the window. And don't get me started on Spider-Man. He's just swinging from, from skyscraper to skyscraper and he's stupid webs. Who's cleaning up the webs? They attract dust, you know, Dave. They attract dust. And think of the children. Every time Thor comes down with his hammer and all those buildings collapse, multiple children die. And that is just not manners. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm at the brick. Oh. <laughs> oh dear! You were talking about there about the terrible thing I having to clean up after somebody. Uh, what is the worst uh, cleaning job? Do you think of all the cleaning jobs? Marcus knows about that. Oh, uh, Marcus, what is the worst cleaning dog job? Dog lover. <laughs> it's it's definitely cleaning windows um, because you clean it, but then sometimes you just make it dirtier with more streak marks. You and can clean the inside, but you can't always clean the outside. outside. Yeah, and I live in an apartment, Anna. Oh. So that's dangerous. That's an, that's an OHS hazard, I imagine. Right? Yeah. No, no, why can't Superman come and clean your windows? Thank no. you. <laughs> That'd be nice. He's got his cape there. It's a little <laughs> rag. A bit of windex and a cape. <laughs> 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 Means they have their own utility belt, I think. Oh, <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dan? What's something you can't stand cleaning? Uh, I'd, I'd have to say our antiques. Yeah, I I own a wooden horse's head, uh, which is 
quite an emotional object for me. Was that from the wooden mafia? Or? Uh, yeah, actually. They killed my wooden horse, a rocking horse, and left it in my bed, and I was never quite the same. <laughs> I can imagine. Our next speaker is Marcus Willis, to representing Pugs, to present on the theme of superheroes. Uh, Marcus, your time begins now. All right. We all know superheroes. They have their tights, they fly high, and they're rescuing a bus of disadvantaged individuals, usually orphans. But trust me when I say pugs can be superheroes. <laughs> I totally agree that heroes are not supposed to get stuck in the bath. And they're not supposed to be scared of shadows of birds, but strangely brave towards birds. <laughs> they're not supposed to cry and sulk when you leave them alone. And I know that Iron Man would never sneeze not just liquids directly into my mouth one time when I was yawning. <laughs> heroes are admired for their courage, outstanding achievements, and noble qualities. Superman's only weakness is kryptonite. And a pug's only weakness is clinkers, which can also kill them. <laughs> that and a genetic makeup similar to a leftovers casserole made by your auntie. <laughs> Sausage rolls don't belong in casseroles, and a cape doesn't belong on a pug. We tried it once, and he was just confused and laid down until we took it off. <laughs> Batman has a bat cave, and we gave him a kennel with an electric blanket. Spider-Man never leaked the tears of a crying old lady only to make her laugh instead. Heroes are not supposed to bark every time the Cornflakes commercial comes on or wake themselves up by their own breathing. You know what? It may have just been the salt content in those tears, but I think it's quite heroic to keep an old lady company after her husband passed away. Pugs can be heroes. Ladies and gentlemen, Marcus Willis! I think there's extra points for the awe factor there. That's all well done, you're in the lead there. Um, you you're represent pugs and whatnot. Marcus, is there something that you identify um, in, in the pug that is also in yourself or perhaps any other pets that you've had? Uh, yeah, I think um, a pug just knows what's up with food. It knows uh, where to get a good f- meal. Uh, you or, feel the same? Yeah, it'll cry at a clinker's jar and I feel like I'm kind of, you know... I'll, I'll find a nice restaurant in a place I don't know. So, yeah. How about you, Matt? Uh, is there something that you identify in the animal world within yourself? I just my cat Purdy back <laughs> in the day was my hero because she would always call out the elephant in the room. You know, she would always. Ah! You know, what's this? Ah! What the what the hell do you think you're doing? Ah! What what do you got on here? What's going on? She was a genius. Uh, I, like I can't really tell if it's a cat or an old aunt. Well, me. I'm going to call my next cat who sounds like that Anna Rensenbrink because this cat would meet me at the car and go. Ah! 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 Routinely. Oh, delightful. Well, our final speaker is Dan Pavitich, representing Ghosts, to present on the theme of superheroes. Uh, Dan, your time starts now. Thank you, David. Uh, For the purposes of running time but also marketing, I'll be speaking from my unpublished but soon-to-be best-selling blog, The Wolf of Wall Street Was a Ghost. Ghosts have superpowers. Their very existence is a superpower. But are they superheroes? I think not. (laughs) They travel everywhere they want to without Qantas seeing a dime. They travel for free, these people. They don't pay tax. They don't do anything. Where are they getting these chains from? Is it from your house? It could be. I saw my first ghost when I was eight years old. I heard a chain rattling outside the window. Ran to the window, which was several feet away from my bed because I was afraid of falling out the window while asleep. (laughs) I saw an illuminated figure in the garden, running away, laughing maniacally. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha! 
He laughed. The next day, my bike was missing. What did they do with the rest of my bike? What need did they have for a bike? These people, these ghosts, they come from a magical, secret, demonic world that we can't know, that I like to call beyond rational understanding, not somewhere I can know, or Brunswick. (laughs) These Brunswickians are running amok, stealing money out of your purses. You think your son stole $20? No, mother, it wasn't me. It was a ghost. They need a hero. These villains must be vanquished. I encourage you here today to become the superheroes. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Pavitich. Rally cry. (laughs) Indeed. You're talking about there some things that are very unfair in life and maybe getting the blame for things. Uh, Dan, what do you think is some of the most unfair things that occur in life? Uh, look, I think the most unfair thing is being hit by a bicycle. <laughs> and and that's, that's common, because they're common enough that you know about them, but not common enough that you're always aware of them. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. often we're a victim of bicycles. They, they, they just appear out of nowhere, and you just feel like, what, of anything that could hit you, it was a bike. And I'm standing in a place that has a bicycle painted on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it really is unfair. Uh, uh, what about you, Anna? What's uh, something that you think that's unfair about life? Well, also on the topic of bicycles, yeah. <laughs> there is construction on the Melbourne University campus. So if you want to walk through from Royal Parade to Swanson Street, uh, you have to take a little narrow walkway. And there are many, many signs asking mm. the cyclists, cyclists to alight and walk their bikes. <laughs> They do not. <laughs> I hope that you judge them as hard. I as walk possible. so slowly <laughs> and meanderingly, <laughs> just to show them. I blame the phrasing "a light." Mm. <laughs> do they just turn a light on and keep riding? Oh, they just burst into flames. <laughs> <laughs> Bicycles need to burst into flames once they get to this point. One. Well, if it's the law. Well, you're exactly right. Or end light. Well, that's the end of the round, so it's time for a score update from the Boffins. Boffins. According to the Grain of Truth Societal Values, Anna has taken the lead by being perfectly middle class. <laughs> That's an insurmountable lead, I dare say. Uh, Well, the next round is called the Analysis and Application Round. So our panel is divided into teams of two and must apply their skills to an application task. Uh, Matt and Anna, I'm challenging you to be housemates. So you're going to be housemates, but you're going to be having to have a very difficult conversation. Um, But one of you is, in fact, uh, and it'll be Matt... Uh, yes. You'll be uh, Jamie Oliver. Oh, <laughs> sweet. Okay. Okay. So you're going to be Jamie Oliver, and uh, when you're ready, Anna, to have your very difficult conversation. Uh, Jamie. Yeah. Have you got a moment? Oh yeah, yeah. No. What? What's going on? <laughs> um, I just need to give you a little bit of um, this is a bit awkward, but um, you're. In the kitchen, an awful lot. I know, and, and you know, the amount of stuff that you can make in the kitchen now, small tyres, is phenomenal, isn't it? These people going out for takeout or something or um, curry around the corner. Yeah, and I can just <laughs> be in the kitchen for only five it's minutes. Great, it's great. The cooking is great, but you've got to do your dishes, man. <laughs> you should see all this. I mean, look at how well I can do all of this stuff in all this kind of amount of time. I mean, yeah, it's only fair if, you know, some people do. It only takes five minutes to wipe down a plate, doesn't it? Yeah, why don't you? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm too busy doing all this thing. I mean, do you have any idea and, how many people I've taught sorry, to do all this thing sustainably? Need, do you need to chop up that entire bunch of parsley just for that little bit of garlic? It's pucker, it's pucker. It's, it's well worth it, isn't it? it? Yeah, it is worth it.
worth it. And you, you just keep inviting all these people round. Lovely jubbly. I mean, lots of plants, lots of flavour, lots of friends, lots of talking. We get all this stuff the talking, talking about it. Exactly. The talking. <laughs> Who are you talking to all the time? <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody it's, there. They're, they're right there. I mean, they're, they're not quite where you are, but I'm, I'm talking to them right now. They're just over there a little bit. They're not. They are. They, I can see. I'm talking to them now. I'm talking to them. Check out this parsley. It's all organic. It's great. You Put this chicken down. It doesn't move. It doesn't know because it's being a battery chicken. <laughs> pay your rent on time. It's wonderful. But if you could just like, just be a little bit more considerate, okay? Do you like an omelette? No, I just... I will make it myself. I will make an omelette. No, 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 I, don't, no well, I don't need I already made one. the omelette. Look, it's pucka. It's delicious, isn't it? It's, it's pucka. It's good. It's not. It's lovely jubbly. What are you going to do with the egg whites? I always like to end things on the most uh, one of those great questions of life. What are you going to do with the egg whites? Not everyone can make meringues. (laughs) (laughs) It is a sad world indeed. Uh, Marcus and Dan. Hello. I'll be challenging you uh, to uh, bo- both will be part of an, uh, sort of an Apple-style advertisement. So it's a new yeah. product uh, in a very over-the-top Apple-type way. But the product is a tub of butter. Okay? <laughs> right. So the product is a tub of butter. I want you to do the Apple-style advertisement for the tub of butter. When you're ready, away you go. It's a skin ointment. <laughs> it's a Saturday night in. It's a lubricant. It's a friend where no one else calls. It's a romantic partner. It's a reminder of last Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Ladies and gentlemen, it's butter. In a tub. You know, when we first thought of butter, the world said... It's just butter, you put it on bread. And we said to the world... No, you're wrong, and you should feel wrong. It's so much more than that. There's so many things... That butter is... And can do for you. We said to the world, listen, thanks. Listen. Thanks a lot for nothing. And let me tell you something. Butter in a tub... It's a friend. It can warm you in places you've never known. It's a fluid. But also a solid if refrigerated. It's dynamic. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Dan and Marcus. I just want to go and buy butter now. <laughs> Same. Yeah. The eye Cultured butter. <laughs> Middle class butter. <laughs> Are you uh, a Western star, of course? No. No? I get it from a stall at the Victoria Market. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Mm, organic butter. Uh, well, now it's the end of the round, so it's over to the Boffins with a score update. Boffins. According to the Grain of Truth sandwich spread, Marcus has taken the lead by being extra spreadable. <laughs> Wow, thank you. Who uh, misses? Uh, next round is the Warriors versus Karmas round. Oh, uh, Matt and Anna, uh, you'll be representing the Calm team. So oh, you're very, very calm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan and Marcus, you'll be the worried team. <coughs> yeah. 
I'll Indeed. be giving you each a topic, and you'll have <clears throat> uh, approximately 45 seconds <clears throat> to explain to us why we should be calm about that topic, and or, once that t- time is over, why we should actually be worried about <clears throat> that said topic. <clears throat> and the audience will be deciding whether or not uh, we should actually be calm or worried with, by a sign of applause. <clears throat> so, uh, whoever has the most persuasive argument. So, we're going to start with the uh, topic here. We're going to start with the calm team. And uh, you'll be needing to decide uh, why we should be calm about Batman and Gotham City. So why should we be calm about Batman and Gotham City? Your 45 seconds start now. Do you remember how lovely it was during World War II when all the trains started to run on time in Italy? That's right. It put my mind at ease. Well, that Batman, he's just like a reassuring presence in the city. He just... He's a little bit like God. He's just standing yeah. up there looking down on us and we just need to trust that in times of trouble he'll, <clears throat> he'll swoop in and he'll do what's necessary. Oh, he did. I see his little projection on the cra- cloud and it just puts my mind at ease, like looking at you know, d- d- Jesus with his outstretched arms think, or something. I think, I... love, anybody who's got such a well-mannered butler yes. can't be all bad. <laughs> Yes, yes. And he's quite a good driver, have you noticed, he's too? He's very nifty on the he, roads, and I feel is. like my best in the back seat of a, of a well-driven car. Correct. And that's time's up, so thank you for that. Uh, now, the worried team, I need you to explain why we should actually be worried about Batman and Gotham City when your time begins now. Batman parked on top of my Daihatsu. <laughs> he's just destroying every vehicle in the city. I was trying to get to work the other day. Getting the train, thanks to my bloody flat Daihatsu. (laughs) And it's not even running on time in Gotham anymore. Yeah, it's not running on time because he threw a metallic bat symbol at the guy driving the train. (laughs) (laughs) I finally get to the office and he's bloody thrown one of those little silver bat things on one of the windows. A slight crack on it, but they had to replace the whole floor. And he won't pay for it because you don't know who he really is. Oh, he doesn't have a tax file number. That's the other problem. (laughs) He never leaves a note whenever he kicks in one of my windows and steals all the stereos I've stolen. <laughs> <laughs> and time's up. Excellent. So what I need you, uh, audiences, I'll be pointing to whether or not you feel we should be calm about Batman and Gotham City or whether or not we should be worried about Batman and Gotham City. Should we be calm? Yes. Yeah. Or should we be worried? Yeah. We definitely should be worried about Batman and Gotham oh, City for that. making our rooms upset. <laughs> Uh, delightful. The next one is to look at here is uh, X-ray vision is our next topic. So we're going to start with the worried team. Tell us why, in 45 seconds, why we should be worried about X-ray vision. I'm very uncomfortable with my body. I don't like people rummaging through my home or belongings, and I feel the same way about my body. Well, I'm the same. When I'm at the gym, I'm not wearing many clothes, and that means I'm susceptible to X-ray vision. <laughs> In a way that's deeply personal, but also upsetting. I have a scar. I've got a very sore knee from carrying around a very heavy lead table to protect myself from x-ray vision. I'll tell you the other thing. I have a a parking ticket in my pocket, and I'm ashamed of having broken the law. And people just to be able to peer into your pocket without your knowledge and see that... It's pickpocketing. Exactly right. X-ray vision is pickpocketing. And that's the end of your time. Thank you very much. And now the calm team. You have 45 seconds to explain why we should be calm about X-ray vision. Your time starts now. I 
had the most relaxing time at the supermarket because I didn't have to go through every single egg in the packet to make sure there wasn't a cracked one. I could just <laughs> peek right in. It's a time saver x-ray vision. <laughs> Isn't it though? <laughs> and I think, I think for me it's that <clears throat> awkward moment at Christmas and birthdays when you've unwrapped that present and it's disappointing. <laughs> yes. Just get that extra 30 seconds to, to steal yourself oh, and no. put that, that face on. I think everybody's much more relaxed about Christmas That's now. right. It's no longer that long drawn out passive aggressive ceremony isn't it you can just peek under the tree and say that's nice and I think <laughs> dating has improved because you oh, can just does. take a quick peek through your pants and make a snap judgement about whether that, that junk is right you can, <laughs> take, you can take a quick peep into blouses too <laughs> <laughs> that's, the of, that's the end of the time there so uh, I need you audience to make a decision should we, we should become worried should we be worried about x-ray vision or should we be calm about X-ray vision? And yes, we should be calm about X-ray vision. I so like that we seem to appeal to the most people wanting to check junk prior to dates. That seems to be our selling. Right, well, we're uh, even Steven, so this yes. one, um, we're going to see whether or not we should, we'll be starting with the calm team once again. Okay. Um, whether or not we should be worried or calm about genetic mutations. <laughs> so genetic mutations, starting with the calm team. Uh, when you're ready, away we go. Time was I could never open a jar of pickles without a wrench. But now, thanks to my super bicep here, crump, it's off in a jiffy. Isn't that pleasant? I think genetic mutation is really... Well, it is what it is, isn't it? It is, isn't you, it? You just have to go with the flow, don't you? You do, you And do. if that flow means everybody suddenly has more heads than they need, then so be it. Oh, look, one can never have enough fingers, can one? Or an extra leg? I mean, it's, it makes it a doddle to get down to the shops to buy a desiccated coconut, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I think it certainly makes uh, those annual team picnics a little bit more exciting. Oh, yes, it does. I mean, the three-legged race is now the five-legged race. <laughs> and, and Chernobyl has become such an attractive hotspot. <laughs> and that's the end of time there, so uh, on uh, the hotspot that is Chernobyl. Um, and now for the uh, worried team, why should we be worried about genetic mutations? When you're ready, away you go. I put my son in for a simple tonsillitis ectomy. <laughs> and he came out a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> that is an absolute shame. I miss Shane. So do I. Now we just keep him on a warm, flat rock. God, so much potential. He was so good at cricket. You know how much I'm spending on worms? Oh, God, that's awful. You know, actually, a similar thing happened to me. But <laughs> <laughs> Go on. My, um, <laughs> my mother's now a goat. Oh, God. I know. She shat in my lounge room last night. I was wondering who ate my pants off the line. <laughs> Sorry about that. She just loves denim. And <laughs> 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 time there. Uh, I love the fact that genetic mutation means turning people into animals and getting things off jars. I think it's that we've reached the, uh, the, the absolute epitome of what genetic mutations can do. So we're going to ask the audience, uh, should we be calm or worried about genetic mutations? Uh, considering that we can get things off jars and down things on top, should we be calm about genetic mutations? Or considering that our pants could get eaten, should we be worried about genetic mutations? Oh, it looks like that the worried team, uh, so we should be overly worried about everything. Yes. 
I am. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's the end of the round, so it's now over to the Boffins for a score update. Boffins. According to the Grain of Truth tax calculation, Dan is in the lead with an offshore bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Tell no one. Excellent. It's now time to reveal the answer to our Grain of Truth Connection Challenge. So firstly, did anyone get the connection between your topics? That's music, domestic science, pugs and ghosts. I'm sure it was a Queen film clip. Oh, yes? Which one? I want to break free. Mm. Maybe? No, it's not. But I just wanted to see you say it with confidence. Has anyone else got an idea? It's a a 1940s film called The Ghost and Mrs. Miniver. (laughs) (laughs) Where Mrs. Miniver's played by a pug? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No. (laughs) She has a pet pug. (laughs) What was the clue, Dave? Uh, The clue was... The clue was not that noise, to fall out of place. Oh, electives at high school? Oh, yeah. All right, tell me how ghost pugs, uh, domestic science and music are all electives at high school. Well, uh, they're not really crucial to, uh, <laughs> to you becoming a functioning member of society. Um, I did love that elective pugs. Pugs yeah. unit one. It was great. That was great. You had to write it speech, David. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, anyone else got an idea? They're all best enjoyed on the ground. Well, that is a... That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Have you never had levitating music before? It's fabulous. Super pug. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> You're right. Well, I withdraw. To the, uh, the connection I had was prolapse. Uh, of course. Oh, yeah. From the Latin to fall out of place is commonly associated with organs falling out of place. Uh, Cheryl Mikowski's song Walls Fall Out is all about that and so much more. Uh, according to WebMD, a home remedy uh, to pelvic organ prolapse is to do Kegel exercises, yep. drink fluids, eat 20 grams of fibre each day, and to make sure you schedule time each day for a bowel movement. Schedule? Yeah. Uh, Mark it in the diary (laughs) The band Prolapse released a song called Ghosts of Dead Aeroplanes And eye prolapse is a common problem in pugs Which can be caused by trauma to the head or neck And according to Wikipedia If the eye prolapse happens on a regular basis Surgery may be required So that is how all of those connect to, to together By the form of prolapse But now it's over to the boffins to determine Who has won the complex backstory Our overall winner today is Anna Rensenbrink As a middle class person my sense of entitlement makes me fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's the end of the program, and I hope you enjoyed it. You can come and see the recording on the first day of the month at 1pm at the Wesleyan. Our website is www.grainoftruths.com.au, and you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash show, and on Twitter at Grain of Truths. And now let's be to thank our panel, Matthew Handgraff, and Aaron Zabrick, Michael Swillis, and Dan Papatich. Our boyfriend of the week, Brendan Jalia, composer Matthew Handgraff, arranged by Michael Bale of Orange Studios. Our logo designer, John Michael Beach. Our sound restorer, Armand Petit, properties manager, center, and official farm vendor, Asher Cameron, our venue at the Wesleyan, and I've been your host, David. It's have an absolutely splendid day! This is Peter. Oh, he's breaking through the windows again, production. (laughs) Listen up with the panel!